Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Base mute currently unmuted all day. Mute speech on them. Well, that's a very embarrassing beginning. Good afternoon, everybody who are in who's in my time zone, and hello to everybody else who is somewhere else. And for those of you that are listening to the recording, greetings for all of you who are somewhere else. My name is Ron Miller. I am a trainer. I am the blindness technology trainer with Vispero, and I'm glad to be here again for a Thursday afternoon ACB community. And as I said, Thursday afternoon is variable. <laughs> it may not be Thursday afternoon where you are right now. And if you're listening to the recorded version of this particular webinar or podcast, then it could be some completely different day and time. But I am glad to be here with you whenever it is. We are going to talk about OneDrive today and a few aspects of OneDrive. I will tell you. From the very start, uh, I'm not going to show you how to install OneDrive or get it set up, configure it, any of those things. That's that's a pretty broad topic for a different day, perhaps. We're going to talk about working with OneDrive and doing a few different tasks and maybe making it a little bit clearer to you if you've already got it installed on your computer. So this particular presentation does presuppose that you have it already installed and uh, configured. So what is One uh, OneDrive? Let's start with that question. What is OneDrive? And it is both an app, an application, and a service. So that makes it a little bit different. We tend to talk about JAWS and we've talked about JAWS and Google Docs and, and JAWS and Google Drive or uh, JAWS and Microsoft Word. But in this instance, we're talking about JAWS and OneDrive, and it it's, as I say, it's both a service and an app. It's included with Office 365, and um, it comes along. The, the OneDrive application is already installed on your computer, and uh, if you get the subscription, the three Office 365 subscription, um, it permits the use of the Microsoft suite of Office applications. And of course, those include the ones that we all know, Microsoft Word, Microsoft Outlook, <laughs> Microsoft Excel, PowerPoint, OneDrive. There are some others as well. And subscriptions come with a an amount of cloud-based storage space. So the OneDrive appears to be another another hard drive, another storage resource. But instead of being another hard drive on your computer or a thumb drive or an external hard drive of some sort. It actually is in the cloud. If you want to get really literal, there are probably a, a large, large number of uh, storage devices waiting <laughs> somewhere with uh, who knows what, heptobytes, petabytes, bunches of bytes of storage. And so your your OneDrive folder and any subfolders and files it contains is backed up to the cloud. So for example, um, I know we have the family subscription. It allows up to six users uh, on the Office 365 account. And each user receives one terabyte of storage space in the cloud. So I've got all of my stuff backed up there. My wife 
Uh, I think she's backing it. I should really know this, shouldn't I? <laughs> I know she's got a hard drive she uses as well. So, but I know I use uh, the uh, the OneDrive storage space for for my stuff. And up until recently, uh, I got a computer with a, a large hard drive because I've got many gigabytes of stuff. Um, I've stored it there simply because uh, it it took up so much of my hard drive on my computers, both the the El Braille and my other personal computer. Didn't leave that much of a, of a 256 gigabyte hard drive left, so I stored it in the cloud and still do. Um, I've got a newer computer. It's got a much larger, a much larger hard drive, and so I'm letting it, letting OneDrive duplicate itself down to my disk, so I can use everything locally. And we're going to talk about that as well, and using things locally, using them in the cloud. So let's start by talking about how one navigates through OneDrive, and it's it's not hard at all if you're used to using File Explorer then OneDrive is just another branch on that tree view. Okay, that you've got a tree view in File Explorer. It shows you uh, storage resources for you, and OneDrive is one of them. So let's start by looking at that, okay? By the way, I apologize for sounding a little hoarse. My allergies continue quite happily, <clears throat> and so it does affect my voice. The ever-popular congestion and post-nasal drip. <laughs> so I'm sorry for sounding the way I sound. So let's begin by, I'll turn speech on. Full speech. And what we're going to do is launch File Explorer by pressing Windows E. So you'd hold the Windows key down, you'll tap the letter E, you release them both. Windows E. Windows E. This PC, items view, multi-select list box, folders expanded, 3D objects, one of eight. So Windows E launches File Explorer. And when launched, focus typically is placed in the items view. I'll elaborate on that a little bit more. <clears throat> and it is also typically placed in the this PC folder. Um, that is on the tree view as well. And we'll look at that. So in the items view, the items view shows you, it sort of is what it says. It shows you the items within uh, a storage device or a subfolder if you've begun to drill down into folders and subfolders and sub subfolders. So this PC is one of the ones available on your on your PC. It is what it sounds like, this PC. It used to be called My Computer, uh, but I guess this PC is more uh, 21st century. Let's look at this. So in the items view, I'll start with... 3D objects, one of eight. Pictures, six of eight. Oh, but wait a minute. Devices and drives expanded. Devices and drives, one row header expanded. Local disk C, eight of eight. So you heard me just, I was pressing down arrow from one of eight to six of eight to eight of eight. Eight of eight is local disk C. Now the others are some other folders available. Devices and drives, one folders expanded. So if you're doing this for the first time or you've gotten frustrated trying to use File Explorer because you can't up and down arrow a list of items in the items list, instead it wants to be a grid view. So we're back up at the, let me arrow up one more time. Desktop, two of eight. Almost at the top. Folder seven row header expanded. <laughs> Let's go back down. 3D objects, there it is. one of eight. So 3D objects, if I went down again, we'd move to six of eight. Because we're in a grid, so you can move up and down and left and right. We're at the top left corner of that grid right now. 
If I press right arrow, desktop two of eight, documents three of eight, downloads four of eight, music five of eight. And all of a sudden, everything starts behaving. Now you don't have to worry about wrapping around this grid. And um, if I press down arrow as I did, we moved from one to six to eight. Since I pressed right arrow, we did number two, number three, number four, number five. And so we navigated successfully around this grid by pressing the right arrow and uh, JAWS and Windows were kind enough to wrap that cursor. When we got to the end of a row, it would wrap to the, it would go down a, down a row and wrap to the first column at the beginning of the row. So left and right arrow will work in this way if you want to use them in a grid. I'd like to take a moment and show you how to turn that grid view into a list view, if that's okay with you. So what I will do is I will tab. View modes, view modes, large icons, radio button, not check pressed. And you hear view modes, and we've got large icons. It says it's checked but not pressed. I don't know how we accomplish that, but it doesn't matter. What we want to do is select details in this group of radio buttons. Now, on my PC, uh, you navigate these radio buttons with left and right arrow. That's not the norm for the JAWS user interface, normally radio buttons, you navigate by pressing up and down arrow. I have discovered these are left and right for some reason. I'm going to press left arrow. View modes, details, radio button checked. And details is what we want. Okay, once that's checked, I'm going to, I'm going to shift tab back to the items list. Items view multi-select list box, name split button. Folders expanded, music system folder five of eight. I'm sorry, the items view list, not the items list. I sit corrected. So I'm going to press home, the home key. Home, 3D objects, one of eight. So there's 3D objects again. If I press right arrow. Type, system folder, one of one. We now hear the type. It's a system folder. Right arrow again. Total size, one of one. Total size doesn't give it, but it is there. <laughs> the space is there anyways. But let's arrow back to this list. I'm pressing left arrow. Type, system folder, 3D objects, one of eight. Okay. And it is now a list box. All I do is press down arrow. Desktop, two of eight. Documents, three of eight. Downloads, four of eight. Music, five of eight. So because I tabbed to the mode and I pressed left arrow and selected the details radio button, I now have a vertical list. And when I get to an item which I wish to open, whether it's a folder or a file. Pictures, six of eight. Videos, seven of eight. Devices and drives expanded. Devices and drives, one row header expanded. Oh, wait, let's go down one more. Local disk C, eight of eight. Or it's another hard drive, local disk C. Pressing enter will open this. Okay. But we're not really in OneDrive yet. So where is OneDrive? I told you you could navigate it when you're using File Explorer, and yet I'm playing around here in this PC. So. Let's shift tab one time. Preview level one. This PC opened eight items. And you hear this PC opened eight items. And we're in a tree view. This tree view shows you all of the available storage resources. The branch on the tree view that is this PC is open right now. And I'm sort of at the not at the root of the tree, but at the, the place where the branch joins the tree, if I could use that tree analogy. If I press down arrow, I can move through the items in this PC. We already know there's eight of them. The Once you open up a branch on the tree view, pressing down arrow to 
to go down into the items on that branch is the same as going down in the uh, the items view list. So let's press down arrow. I'll show you what I mean. Level two, 3D objects closed, one of eight. Sound familiar? Desktop closed. Documents closed. Now, JAWS is saying these things are closed, closed, closed. That's because each one of these is a file. Uh, sorry. Each one of these is a folder, which can be opened by pressing right arrow. Documents opened, 53 items. And there's 53 items in documents. And I can now arrow down through those 53 items. So I've, I've opened up the, the documents folder within this PC, sort of a sub subfolder, right? We looked at this also in the context of JAWS Setting Center when we were configuring our Braille display and we'd arrow down through, um, in this case, Braille settings, remember, and we'd come to, uh, first of all, we were in the tree view for um, just Setting Center and Braille was closed and we pressed right arrow to open that. And then we began to arrow down and we found some things, translations, language, um, flash messages. There was a number of things and they were all closed until once again, we pressed right arrow. We'd open that item and we'd hear how many things were available within that sub-branch, if you will. This is the same kind of thing. So in documents, there's 53 items. I'll press right, uh, sorry, I'll press left arrow. Documents closed, three of eight. So documents are closed, and we're looking at still this PC. But where's OneDrive? Let's press left arrow. Level one, this PC opened, eight items. And again. This PC closed, three of four. So this PC is closed. There are four things in this tree view. This PC is one of the branches. Let's up arrow together. I'll press up arrow. OneDrive Vespero enclosed. And there it is, OneDrive Vespero Inc., because this is my work computer. And it is currently closed. So it is another branch on the tree. And if I want to get into this and see what's in OneDrive, I would press right arrow. OneDrive is arrow and open five items. So there's five things inside of OneDrive. Let me show you something, though. Right now, we know that OneDrive is open. The branch is open. We know there's five things in there to choose from. But if I were to move back to the the items view list let's do that with a tab items view multi-select list box devices and drives expanded local disk c local disk 476 gb 387 gb 8 of 8 we hear local disk c one uh, 8 of 8 if i press up arrow devices and drives one row header expanded folders expanded with pictures 6 of 8 music 5 of, downloads 4 of 8 yeah, this should sound familiar this is what we had in this pc well, what's going on? We have OneDrive, the branch is open, but I'm hearing this PC's contents. That's because when you open a branch, when you open a branch, you want to press enter. That will select it and it will populate the items view uh, list that we see. That way we can begin to work with the items in this folder and its subfolder. So let me shift tab. Tree view level one. OneDrive Whisper open five items. OneDrive Whisper and open. So you hear we're back in the tree view. We're on the OneDrive branch and it is open, but we have to press enter here. Enter. Okay, that tells Windows now I want to interact with this. So here we go. Let's press right arrow now. I'm sorry. Let's, pre <laughs> let's press tab now. 
Items view multi-select list box. Not selected attachments. Available when online 6-20-20-23-11-41 a.m. File folder. One of seven. And now we are in the list of items that you will actually find in the OneDrive folder on my PC. Okay, we have attachments. Desktop, two documents, three of seven. Pictures, four of seven. Vermiller, five of seven. 0.849C9593. That's a system thing. I have no idea. So as you get you here, there's a number of things. R. Miller is one of them. That's where all of my documents and everything are living. Let's up arrow to the documents folder. Vermiller, five of seven. Pictures, four of seven. Documents, three of seven. So we have a number of folders. One of them is documents. And when you when you come to an item in the items, the item view list, got to say it right, right? Um, what you have is, in this case, subfolders like branches off the branch. So you've got a fat branch and then twigs, let's say, if we want to follow that analogy. Let's go into documents. Enter documents, items view list box. Items view multi-select list box. Not selected audacity. 6 20 20 23 a.m. file folder. 1 of 93. So I've got 93 items in this documents folder. Uh, as I say, the majority of my working documents and everything are in the R. Miller folder. R. Miller is me, or I, whatever is grammatically correct. <laughs> so, but there are some things in, in the my documents folder or the documents folder. So audacity, I've got a... A folder full of audio projects. Let's arrow down here. CSUN Software 2021, 2 of 93. CSUN Software. So there's a bunch. I'm not going to go through all of them. You might be curious. I don't know. But um, we're going to we're going to play in here. Okay. So let's press Enter. Enter. CSUN Software 2021. Items view list box. Items view multi-select list box. Not selected. What's new in Fusion and Zoom Text 2021. PPTX 1192021138 PM Microsoft PowerPoint presentation 1616 KB one of two. So there's this is one of two items in this CSUN folder, CSUN. The California State University at Northridge holds a disability conference annually. It's around the end of March. It is, I believe, the world's biggest accessibility conference. Uh, if you haven't been able to go there and someday you are, it's well worth your time if you have an interest in accessibility issues, access technology, uh, blindness and other disabilities. Uh, there are uh, papers and presentations from uh, vendors like us, like Vespero and Humanware and uh, you know bunches of other vendors. Uh, they all we all give presentations very often. There are many, many scholarly presentations by, experts in the blindness field and other fields. Uh, one of the most exciting things, I think, for a lot of people, there's there's an exhibit hall, and it's huge, huge acres and acres of this you know, in, in big ballrooms where all of us who manufacture and market access technology and other technology uh, set up displays, and you can get your hands on displays. We set up booths. I don't mean Braille displays in this instance, though those are there. We set up booths displaying products. There are uh, those of us there. Often it's me sometimes. <laughs> There's sales staff there. There's company representatives there, and we have our products out. You can come and get your hands on them and talk to people, uh, people like Ryan Jones, 
who is now Mr. Jaws, is there and others. So if you ever get a chance to come, you will you will probably find products and dealers and and manufacturers that you you didn't even know were out there. Uh, cool things that you didn't know were available. So you could you could spend the day just browsing the exhibit hall. Anyway, I've got a PowerPoint presentation uh, that I presented a while back at, at uh, CSUN 2021, and I'm using it as an example. Now, you heard the whole long um, identification of this file, and it, it, it took a while to read through, but let me let me go ahead and select it here. I'm going to press space. Space, what's new in Fusion and Zoom Text 2021? PPTX. And it's selected. Let's say the current line. What's new in Fusion and Zoom Text 2021? PPTX, 119-2021, p.m. Microsoft PowerPoint presentation, 1,616 KB, 1 of 2. Okay. Now, what's new in JAWS 2021? PPTX, 2 of 2. Here's another PowerPoint, what's new in JAWS 2021. But I'm going to say the current line, and you're going to hear something different. Ready? Here we go. What's new in JAWS 2021? PPTX, available when online 119-2021-144 p.m. Microsoft PowerPoint presentation 1650. I'll tap control. Do you notice JAWS said available when online? So when you're using your computer and you have set up OneDrive and all of your files are in OneDrive, you have a couple of different ways of synchronizing your files and your PC. One of them is to make all of these available when you're online. So if you don't have an internet connection and you go to the OneDrive folder and you start digging into, so you go into your documents folder or some other folder that you have, if you have set up these files so that they're available when online, you'll see them in the folder list, in that list of files and folders, but unless you've got an internet connection and you can connect to your OneDrive uh, files, you won't be able to get to these files. You won't be able to access them. Now, I'm on the internet. If I were to press enter here, this file would, would open. But let's say I'm uh, off on vacation. We're driving in the car. Whatever happens, my internet goes down as the thunderstorms that are in my area come through. If I press enter on the file name here and there's no internet connection, it'll tell me it's unable to, to access the file. So. This is handy because if you've got files you want to refer to, but you don't have to have them at your fingertips all the time, you can save a lot of memory on your computer by making them available when you're online. And a lot of people do that because if you've got hundreds and hundreds of gigabytes of stuff stored in the cloud, you've got a whole terabyte, remember, to store, uh, you may not want to have all of that duplicated on your computer's hard drive, but there might be some files that you want to take with you everywhere. Okay, so let me show you how to change how these files are synced. And I'll use this file, this what's new file, which is only available online. We'll use this as our guinea pig. Okay, this will be our, our guinea pig file that I show you how to, how to, uh, to change. Ready? Okay, so the first thing we're going to do is we're going to press the Applications key. So if you don't have an Applications key, you can push Shift F10. Applications, Context Menu, O, Open, O. 
and I'm going to just arrow down, and you're going to hear it. You'll you'll hear. Hang on, let me show you. New add grid B show H. Oh, let me make sure. I'm sorry. Hang on. Leaving menus. See. Nope, it is selected. I had I originally didn't have this selected, so <laughs> it's it is selected. Here we go. Let me press uh, applications key. Applications context menu. Oh, open new add grid B show H share with Skype S. Picture smart with JAWS. P convenient OCR to convenient OCR with JAWS. Share S. Copy links. Manage access at view online V. Can't you hear it say view online? That's the state it's in now. Now there is no indication. It doesn't say checked or anything, but it is an option I can I can choose. Let's arrow down. Version history V. We'll talk about version history in a few moments. Let's arrow down again. Always keep on this device A. Always keep on this device. Now, the file that we're currently looking at, remember it said available when online. So I'm going to press enter on the always keep on this device option here. Enter leaving menu, CSUN software 2021, items view multi-select list box, what's new in JAWS 2021, PPTX, available when online 119-2021-144 p.m. Microsoft PowerPoint presentation 1006. Now, Jaws said it's always available online, but that is because that's what's in the buffer. Let's take a moment, and we're going to say the current line. What's new in Jaws 2021? PPTX, always available on this device 119. Okay, did you hear the change? So it's always available on this device. So you can choose what files are synced with your PC, which ones are only available online. You can do this with folders as well. Let's press backspace to go up a level. Items view list box. Items view multi-select list box. CSUN software 2021, 8-17-2023, 3-25 p.m. file folder, 2 of 93. I say this, I haven't played with it much. Let's take a look. Let's press the application key. Application, context menu, open a new pin, share, copy links, manage access, view online, V. There's view online. Always keep on this device, A. Or always keep on this device. So you don't have to do this file by file because that can be pretty tedious. <laughs> if you've got a folder with hundreds of files in it, and some people do. Some people have, uh, they've downloaded a ton of Bookshare books. They've got a bunch of music. Um, maybe you've got a, a folder with books of the Bible. So you're going to have at least 66 just in there. And you don't want to just go through one at a time. Instead, just make the whole folder, uh, keep it on this device. I'm not, I'm not going to make that change with this folder, so I'm going to press the Alt key. Leaving menus, documents, items. And I put myself right back into um, the, the, uh, the items list. Let me take a moment and pause, see if we've got any questions. I know I've covered this kind of quickly, actually faster than I thought I would. So any questions? Yes. Okay. We have a few questions. We'll go to Carla. Hello. I hey. always. Hi, how are you doing today? Doing well, Carla. Thanks for being here today. Yes, and this will be the last time that I'm coming because I start back to school next week, and I'm not going to be. I think you mentioned that. I think you didn't. You ask a question in the last week or so and say that. Yes, I did, and so I'm very yeah. sad about that. But I'll come when I can. I'll listen to repeats when I can, and I might be calling you or emailing you. Yeah, but you know how to get a hold of me, and is, yeah, you can I mean, always listen to the recording. <laughs> yes, um, my question is: um, I do not have Microsoft, uh, you know, the Office 365. 
Is mm-hmm. there another way um, to subscribe to OneDrive? And is it sort of like, um, you know, like um, the other sharing softwares, like you know, SendSpace and you know the other ones, um, I can't Dropbox or um, you know what I mean? Is that is that what its um, purpose is? It, its and purpose is to save to the cloud. Yeah, I don't think. I think the difference is drop when you install Dropbox, you get uh, I think you get 15 gigabytes. And my, my lack of, of of OneDrive knowledge shows here because I don't think there I think is you a get two. You get is it two? Yeah, you can okay. buy more. But I believe so it's two. It's been so long because I bought more. I'm glad you chimed in because you know, since we've got the annual subscription, we get the terabyte. Right. And I couldn't remember to save my life what you got when you just bought Office. <laughs> So Larry says, if you if you buy the office application, so no, you don't if you buy Dropbox, Dropbox is two. Oh, Dropbox, you get two. Dropbox, you get two. Yeah, yeah but do you get any with with? It's with, a gig, um, isn't it? A gig? With no, it's, I mean, it's a terabyte. It's a terabyte with Office. It's a terabyte with the subscription. Right. But what if I just buy the license? I buy twenty nineteen or twenty twenty one. I don't know. I've always bought the subscription. I know. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Somebody you knows. Can buy, you can buy a subscription even if you're using, you know, you're not using 365 and is it expensive? Ah, I don't think you can buy OneDrive by itself, but I, you know what? Don't just because I say that, it doesn't mean I'm right. I would say check it out. Okay. Check it out. I bet and there'll, see. Be, there'll I be an answer don't. here before we finish today. I'll bet you. Okay. okay. Yeah, Thank you so much. Here. Thanks, Carla, for being with us. I hope the semester is kind to you. I'm just finishing up my last course of my master's degree. I might live to tell about it. And Good luck. I'll, I'll be praying for you. Oh, oh please. Your prayers are, are coveted. Thanks. Woohoo. Other questions? Yes. We will go to Linda Yaks. Okay, okay. Hi there. Hello, hello, hello. I'm very grateful for this call. I think I have figured out what my problem has been. When I bought my Dell computer, it came with two drives, one solid state and one hard. Okay. And I have never been able to figure out how to find the other drive. Ah, the tree view. It's your best friend. (laughs) So so I never even knew about this tree view when I just went into the Windows E from File Explorer, you know, comes up with this recent files and all that other garbage. Mm-hmm. And so, so to get back to the tree view from all that, I just I use my left arrow. Uh, you tab. You can tab or shift tab. Shift, shift tab. Tab or shift tab to the tree view, and then left arrow will close branches. Right okay. arrow will open them. And then you so when I get arrow. back into those branches, because I need to close the branches to find that other drive, and I, I have no idea what tree. that other drive. Uh huh. Yeah, I have no idea what that other drive is even called. So, because I've never, I've been able to find one drive, and, and my and my PC, or, you know. Yeah, in the, in this computer, in this uh, PC or my computer, it should show you when it says uh, devices, like you saw my local local disk C. Uh, your other drive should appear there. If it doesn't, if it's not in that list, but also remember, um, you know, you're in that grid view, so it could put the other device off. In a different okay. Color. Yeah, I may not. I may not have done that. I may not have realized we were in the grid view. I may not have fixed that. And well, okay. even, even if you don't change it, you can always press right arrow and work your way right. through it. Oh, it's a grid right. view because you'll step from item to item. But I think that may be part of the problem too. Is I was not aware it was a grid view. I thought we were tabbing. 
it's but sort I, of Windows confusing. 11 kind of changed some of this, I think. And, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, that was confusing for me. Oh, this is wonderful. Thank you so very, very much. You are quite welcome. Next, we have Paul Hunt. Okay, you should have me. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Good and yeah, she did it right. Okay, Ron, I got a question for you. Okay. Is there a way to set a default so that when you create a file, you're just in OneDrive and you you just save something to OneDrive? Is there a way to create is a way to set a default so if you don't specify, it'll save to the either online or make it available on this device? You know, oh, I see. So you don't you don't you want it to always be available. There is a way to force all files and folders to always be available on your device. Um, and I don't have a fast way to tell you how to get there. Um, you, let me tell you in brief, and you can probably paddle your way through it. But uh, insert 11, you go to the system tray, right? Mm -hmm. yep. And you can find OneDrive, and it'll say OneDrive version, whatever, up to date or, or right. updating, whatever. Tab once, right-click on it. When you tab once, you see the right-click. Sure. Control. And then you're going to up arrow, and it, it's sort of kludgy. Jaws has a hard time grabbing the info, but you'll see settings. And right. once you press enter on settings, you oh, this is where I get a little, I haven't done it in a while, but you tab through and somewhere in there, there's a checkbox that will, that will give you the option either to, um, to, you know, to, to save. I don't remember the verbiage and I apologize. It should jump out at you though. Um, you're either going to save it on only, you know, keep on this PC or you can save to the cloud basically is what it's giving you the choice of. And in fact, when you, when you, when you uncheck these, you know, save this to the cloud, it will say, well, hey, you know, if you do that, it's it's only going to be stored locally. And uh, if you if you take that option, then it will always be on the computer. Okay. Okay, uh, makes sense. Yep. And that, that'll do, I think it is also saved to the cloud, but it's just telling you you're going to, you know, use up your memory really fast. Sure. So, but that, that takes, you've got to go into, again, to the system tray, Right-click on OneDrive and up to settings, and then you're kind of on your own because I didn't prepare notes for that. Okay. <laughs> I haven't done it since last year, so okay. now we, then we'll take care of it. All right, yeah, my OneDrive stuff got too big to to want to keep it on my Elbrails sure. hard drive. Well, thanks, Paul. You're welcome. Next, we'll go to David Kingsbury. Okay. Hello. Am Hello, I unmuted? I, I never know in a webinar whether I'm really unmuted. You sound I, good. Yes, okay, sir. good. Uh, yeah, um, in response to one of those earlier questions about the price of things, yeah. um, uh, with Dropbox, you get two gigabytes for free. If you want to pay, you get two two terabytes yep. for twelve or fifteen dollars a month. So really, quite expensive. With OneDrive, you get five gigabytes free if you don't have a. Uh, Office 365. If you have Office 365, you get that one terabyte, and that's uh, as part of the $70 that you pay annually. And with Google Drive, you get 15 gigabytes free, and there's various graduated plans for getting oh, more. So, so I think exactly. OneDrive is really, uh, considering that you get Microsoft Office, 365, you know, most up-to-date, plus that terabyte. I think OneDrive is really the best deal from a financial it's a point of view. It's a good deal. She was just wondering if she, she if she, oh, can I say this? She was just wondering if she could subscribe to OneDrive all by itself, kind of like you would to Dropbox. And I just don't, I don't know if you can. 
Uh, I don't think you can. And again, if you're only paying $70 a year for uh, a <laughs> the whole thing, 365 yeah. license, why would you even want to do that? Yeah. Right. Right. So, but you do get, what'd you say, five gigabytes just if you have the, uh, the uh, office. For, yeah. For free, for free. But I don't know if uh, some of these little benefits that you've mentioned, I, I don't think like saving online would, well, if it's only five gigabytes who really cares about saving online you're not using up that much but there'll be a few little benefits that you don't get with that free with the free five gigabytes i would assume right and i've never tried to to do that without having a subscription right now we're looking at my office you know vispero's giant subscription well i'm a piece of that and, and if, of course at home we've got the family subscription but yeah that's good one last thing about 365 if you've got like several people in the house for one hundred dollars, you can have it up onto five or six computers, including OneDrive and all of that. So, you know, very exactly. good deal. Very good deal. And that's what we do here. I mean, that's 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 what we've done, and it it works out pretty well for us anyway. Yeah, super. Well, thanks. That's good info. Okay, next we'll go to Lucy and Clubhouse. Okay. All right, Nero, you can unmute. There you are. Okay. Uh, um, my question for you is: Sometimes there are word files, or I'm bringing up, and it won't open until I go back in OneDrive and sign in. Is there a way to tell if that file is online or offline? Like, well, if it's offline, you're, of course it'll open. But if it's online, sometimes you just get error messages. Is there a way to know to tell that files online? Yeah, what you will do, um, just like we saw, is if you say the current line when you're pointed to that item, uh, just like uh, I'll do this real quick. Here's the here's the uh, the PowerPoint file. CSUN software 2021 available when online 87. So it tells you available when online, which conversely says it's not available if you're offline, right? So it it tells you if you want to access this file. So you use arrow down or double, just do an insert five I, or what? I pressed insert eight, which is say current line. Insert current eight. line, right? Insert eight. Yeah. Now these just verify these files. If you want to save them online or offline, it strictly has to be do a docs file, XLS, or PPT file. Correct? No, it, it has I, to be I save working. all kinds of files. Yeah, it, it doesn't care. <laughs> it, it doesn't, doesn't care? care. Okay. No, I've got I've cool. got configuration files for for various radios. I've got here. I've got. Uh, you know, normal office files. There's there's other kind of esoteric things. It it just it just saves it all to the cloud for you. Oh, thank you. You're very welcome. Thanks for being here. And anybody I else? Believe those are all our questions in Zoom for now. Okay. Well, then we shall press on. We have one more topic I do want to cover. So we've talked about getting on and moving around in OneDrive. We've talked about how you navigate, how you can change the view of the list. I'm sorry, the items view list. I'm going to say it right. <laughs> so you can change it from a grid view to a vertical list view. We've talked about the tree view. And we've talked about how to make files available all the time offline or just keeping them available online so they stay in the cloud and free up some memory for you. The last thing I want to do is talk about how to share a file with others. Um, you can share files with others uh, by allowing 
by, <laughs> sorry, I really don't have a Southern accent. It just sounds like that right this minute. You can share files with others by allowing them to download the file to their computers. So what you'll actually end up doing is you'll share a link, which allows um, them to, to, to look at the file. Um, that's handy. At least it can be. Uh, if you are trying to share a really large file, I know I run into this if I'm sending um, audio files, if I have to send images. For example, I, I know with the college I go to, they want to see an image of a signed document. And um, you get num uh, you know a number of pages <laughs> that have to go as images instead of marked up text. And all of a sudden, you're getting into a file that's many megabytes in size. Um, if you're sending a large recording of something, you get, again, many megabytes in size. And it, it never fails. Either my uh, email provider or the recipient's email provider has a size limit, which is smaller than the attachment I'm trying to send. So this means you don't have to send this as an attachment. All you're actually going to send when you share this file is a link. Okay. So you're just sharing the link. The link doesn't take a whole lot of space. So if I want to, to share a link, obviously I've got to select the folder, um, the folder or the file that I want to share. Let me find a file. I guess I could share the CSUN file that we're on. Um, no, no, we're saying anything else, right? So we're going to press uh, the, the applications key or shift F10. Applications, context menu, oh, open, oh. So the context menu opens, and we've seen this already before, and I'm going to press down arrow until I reach share. Now, if you were, if you were listening a few moments ago as we were navigating around, you might have noticed that there are two items marked share. We're going to select the first one of those. Open a new window, E. Pin the quick access, P. Share, S. Okay, there's share. I'll press enter here. Enter, leaving menus, documents, items, view, multi-select list box, CSUN software 2021, available when online 8-17-2023-325 p.m. file folder, 2 of 93, share CSUN software 2021. So this is pretty straightforward. I can just press tab until I hear copy link. Share dialog, share CSUN software 2021 dialog, heading level one, share CSUN software 2021, share CSU, share dialog, share CSUN, add a name, group, or email edit combo collapsed, select a link permission, can view selected, activate to view more options, to add a message edit, people you specify can view, manage access this item, copy link button. There's copy link, okay. So I can, I'm on copy link and, excuse me. Um, all I have to do is press enter to copy the link. Alert, add people to share the link, add a name, group, or email edit combo collapsed. So I've got a combo here. I can decide how I want to share the link. Now, for me, quite often, I will copy the link and I'll go back into my own um, Outlook inbox and send an email and just do a paste command and share the link that way. Um, but you can go through the steps here and share the link. So anybody that I send this link to will be able to open the document and to view it or to open the file and to view it. Okay. Um, 
I can customize how this is shared to give them permission to edit, to do those kinds of things. Let me tab here. Let me, I'll say the current line first. Add a name, group, or email edit combo collapsed. So I've got a combo here. There's an edit combo. So I can I can type in here or I can down arrow. Let's, let's go ahead and press Alt down arrow to open this. Open list box. Select the link permission. Can view selected. Activate the view more options. Two available. Button menu collapsed. So here's some options I can choose. They can only view the, the, the file. If I arrow down again. Add people to share the link. Add a message graphic. Share the link, add a message. Add a message. So this combo isn't the most useful. I want you to know it's here. Add, a add people to select the link permission. Can view selected. Activate the view more options. Two available. Button okay. menu collect. So they can view the link if I press enter to activate this. Enter. Select the link permission. Can view selected. Activate the view more options. Two available. Button menu collapsed. Context menu. Can edit. Make any changes. Not checked. One of two. See. So I know the the speech output here is a little bit confusing. Right now they can view it, but they can't edit. Let's arrow down. Can view, cannot make changes, checked, two of two, see. Okay. So that's our radio button. They can view it, they can't make changes. Let's up arrow. Can edit, to make any changes, not checked, one of two, see. So they can edit, they can make any changes. Space, leaving menus, share dialogue, share CSUN software 2021 dialogue, browser view, whispering my SharePoint, com, personal, Miller, Vispero, com, layouts 15, share dialogue, asks, cross them. So, stopping that, I did press space, you heard, and uh, exit that, and now they can make any changes. Again, I find this interface uh, confusing. <laughs> so, if I need somebody to edit, I might make this change. And what I do, this is only a suggestion. We, well, I'll tab through here and we'll look at this a little bit more. But I'll tell you what I do is I go to my own inbox. I open an email, address it to where I want it, and just paste and just paste the uh, the link. Okay, for those of you who are curious, I'll press tab here. Add a message graphic. People you specify can edit button. Okay. Manage access. This item hasn't been shared yet. Button. Sharing settings button. Add a name, group, or email edit combo collapsed. So I can add the name to edit, uh, to email to. Um, but again, Ron's, uh, <laughs> you know, Ron's preference is I can I can take that link that and, and, and go back to my own email and send it off. And I find it much more convenient. Okay. Um, if enough of you find that you would rather go through this particular dialogue uh, interface sound notwithstanding, uh, we can revisit this and I will walk you through the steps. Um, as I say, it is, it's a little tougher to understand. There's a lot of verbosity there and it's, you know, it's, I, it's gotta be the way this, um, uh, it's gotta be the way that this particular dialogue is set up. It's just not the cleanest Um in my opinion, as far as you know, as far as uh, usability goes, again, that's just me. That's just my disclaimer. One last thing: let's look at the previous version of a uh, of a presentation or a document. Escape, escape. I'm gonna take us out of here. All that for documents items. Okay, we're gonna we're going to go. We're gonna press backspace to close this folder and go up a level. Shell folder view, items view, multi-select list box, documents, 8-17-2023-216 p.m. file folder, 3 of 7. Yeah, go ahead. 
No, just a breath. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if you wanted to say Oh, come on. Wait, was I called on? Yeah, sorry. I was going to let Ron know that Diane has a question. Well, go ahead, because there you are. Yeah, because Zoom was about ready to lower my hand, you know. Uh -huh. <laughs> I think because I, I breathed or something. Anyway. Um, you want to keep breathing. That's good for you. Yeah. <laughs> my question is, uh, my question is, um, I know in Dropbox, if, if you get a Dropbox link, it, it can be set up so that you can um, just automatically download it to your computer. And does um, OneDrive give you that kind of an option? Uh, you know, I haven't done enough of these, and that's sad. I it, I didn't do it on my run-through. I believe when you click the link, it does put you into an interface, and you go and you it's it's sort of like sort of like Dropbox does, where you 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 move to the download button. Um, I'll ask Larry, oh, okay. Larry since he's on the side. Have you have you done a lot of these, Larry? Where you actually use the link? No, no, I have no. not. I and, and I would be much more prone to just grab the link and drop it into Outlook and do it that way too. Yeah, but when you click on that link or you press enter on the link, if you're a recipient of a link, which I'm not very often, is there a way to make it auto-download or do you always go into that interface where you have to select download? I, I always select download. I have not yeah. I have not explored that, but that's a good idea. Yeah. I'm sorry, Diane. I, sorry. I didn't know either. I don't know how to make that a, a default. I don't. I am not 100% sure that you can. You'll have to pay oh. somebody 100 bucks an hour to find out. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm too cheap. Send me an email and remind me. I'll try to look it up as time permits if you want. All right. Thank you. I got to sure. leave in a couple minutes, I think. But um, thanks for the information. Yep. Thanks for being with us. Okay. So let's go. I'm going into the documents folder again. We're pretending that uh, we're coming in here. Pressing enter. Enter documents. I'm going to just press end. End. Zoom make video and audio accessible. Docs 93 of 93. Okay, so this particular file, I went in uh, a while ago, and I erased everything in it. So if I were to press space here. Enter. Opening Word. Opening Word. Zoom make video and audio accessible. Docs Word. Zoom make video and audio accessible. Docs. Here's my document. I'm all excited. If I press, say, current line. Make video and audio accessible. There's my title. Let's arrow down. Blank. Blank. Ah. Uh. All of my text is gone. Bling. That bling bling means I'm at the bottom of the document. So somehow it's all disappeared. We won't tell everybody that I actually deleted it maybe an hour ago. So how do we fix that? Let's press Alt F4 to close this. Alt F4. Documents. Items. View. Multi-select list box. Okay. Zoom. Make video and audio accessible. So you have a fighting chance of at least... I had this happen to me with a... Uh, uh, a client who I'm, I'm doing lessons for as part of my practicum. We're doing access tech lessons, and I keep a running lesson notes file, and I went to open it up to make notes, and Word said that there was data which could not be opened, and I lost. <laughs> I lost notes from the last session, but I could go and I could look at previous versions. Let me show you this. Let's press the application key. Application, context menu, O, open, O. Properties are rename M. We're going to go up to version history. It's called uh, just plain old version history. Here we go. Delete D. Create shortcut S. 
Copy C. Cut E. Send to submenu. Restore previous versions. Give access to submenu. Open with H. Move to Dropbox. Send to copy F. Free up space. Always keep on version history. V. Version history. I know I heard restore previous versions. I didn't find that worked for me. So I'm showing you this one. Version history. Let's press enter. Enter. Leaving menus. Documents. Items. View multi-select list box. Zoom. Make video and audio accessible. Docs. Available on this device. 8 17 216 p.m. Microsoft Word document. 12 KB. 93 of 93. Version history. Zoom. Make video. Okay. Thank you very much for that. Don't say it twice. Let's press tab one time. Version history list. One of two versions. One hour ago. Modified by Ron Miller. 11.8 KB. So it tells on me. <laughs> One hour ago, I modified this. But but wait, there's another version that still has text in it. Two of two versions. 4-22-2020-11-35 a.m. Modified by Ron Miller. 15. So way back then on 4, what did it say? 422 of the year 2020, there is a version. The last time it was touched before somebody ruthlessly ripped out all that text. Let's press enter here. Enter. Don't do me wrong now. Blank. One of two versions. Two of two yeah, versions. Yeah, yeah. 422. More options. I want you to open. Let's do more Enter, options. Restore. Uh, restore. I'm sorry. So when you get to it, you tab once to more options and you have restore. Enter. More options. Now I'll press enter. Okay. And. One of two versions. One hour ago. Mod more options. Enter. Restore. The beautiful thing is I just did this and it worked. And now, of course, as happens on every presentation, download. <laughs> it hangs. Restore. Download. So we can do download. Eh, I don't want to do that. I just want to open it. Delete. Oh. Download. That's my only choice. Okay, so we did the restoration. Escape. More options. And uh, let's go back down. Let's Escape. see if it restored it for us. Zoom make video and audio accessible. Docs okay. version history. I see our time is going as well. So um, this is always the fun part of a presentation. I did I did do this once before, so I know it works. And escape documents. I don't know multi-select list. There we go. Okay. Enter. Opening word. Opening word. Zoom make video and audio accessible. Docs word. See if all my paddling around didn't break something. Let's arrow down. Lang. Indiana University. There it is. Knowledge base. Overview. Videos, audio file. Okay, so just to recap quickly, because I, I made a muddle out of this, you're going to pick the file that needs that, that isn't working right. And if you want to see if there's a previous version, you'll press the application key. You'll arrow up to version history and press enter. You'll have to tab once. And if there is one or more previous versions of this document, they'll be in a list. You can arrow to the one that you want. Now, I will tell you, when I did this in my run-through and I've done it in the past, I could press enter and it would open the document. That didn't happen just now, so I tabbed, I pressed tab once to more options, pressed enter, and in that menu, I pressed enter on restore, and it restored the previous version to my documents. I could then um, exit out and open up the document just by pressing enter on it, okay? But so, I, any I final questions? I oh, assume that only works in Microsoft Word. I wish I had a feature like that when I use SoundForge and I'm editing a file and oh. it gets lost. Yeah, I wish. I've never tried it anywhere but in Word. I haven't either. Because that's where my calamity happened about a month ago and I oh. lost I lost a month's worth of notes. Wow. Okay, Mr. Ron, you have 
two hands and five minutes or a little less, we will go to Myrna. Okay, Myrna. Um, yeah, you are allowed to talk. He's speechless. I'm unmuted. Yes or no? Yes. Okay, good. Because I was I was putting away groceries. So I had to jump over you. So Ron, uh-huh. I don't I I I think that you are running Windows 10. Yes or no? This... The reason I think the reason is because when you did File Explorer in Windows 11, we don't have that item view anymore on this PC, oh, no. which I wish I could get back. And I was asking Liz Whitaker last week, and no, nobody knows how to get it back. But anyway, um, I think um, this is, and it did start out eleven when I first got it, and then and you, IT, went, you went back to ten. Well, IT fixed it. I had to send it back because it broke. Oh, okay, okay, and this is what they sent back. <laughs> okay, so so anyway, I I don't know if you have because you are because you're running ten and I'm running eleven. If you go to one on OneDrive, if mm-hmm. you go there's a there's a sub menu called OneDrive sub menu. You can go copy copy link, so you should be able to do like oh, you do in Dropbox. So oh, beautiful! They added that. How neat! Yes, yeah, so you don't have to share it. It's like you just get the link. It just says Spare link the created. Link. The link is there, and it shows you the oh, link. And then you could do great. what we normally would do, you know, in Dropbox. Yeah, because I like that. It's it's better. You're not fiddling around with that interface, which I just no no no. Okay, so if you've got Windows 11. There's a, how do you, do you just do the application key? You go, yeah, go to the application key. It's a long, long menu. Then you're going to have a sub in there. I think it's oh. called OneDrive sub menu. If you go down there, because first it looks like, oh, that's the end of the menu. It starts repeating itself. But mm-hmm. if you go down, you'll eventually find it and it'll say copy link. What because if I arrow up instead? Does it help? I don't know. I didn't try it. I haven't oh, tried it, okay. but maybe. It's a, maybe. It's a Coke can universe. You just wrap around and wrap. I know. A Coke can, I know. I know. I know. But I, but I thought to myself, gee, why didn't he pick that? And then I'm thinking, maybe he doesn't see it in Windows 10. I and that's do. I don't have it. it there. Well, thank you. you. I appreciate Gotta that. Got to go to Windows 11. That's right. But I like your item view better. So <laughs> the Windows right. 10 in a way I got, is better. I got, I got two oh, and the other thing two. real quick is okay. make a shortcut to OneDrive on the desktop and you get there faster. If you're going to use it a lot. That's what I did finally the other day. On my desktop, too. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Let me get out of here so you can answer somebody else. And I got to go put away my groceries. Thanks, Myrna. Don't let the ice cream melt. Okay. One more person in about a minute and a half. We will go to Scott. Okay, Scott. All right. I don't suppose this would be, I I mean, I know this may not be a wise idea, but is is there an option to either clear version history or set set it to only the keep the latest version in other words you save a document you don't want you don't want you know yeah. you don't want previous versions you know just sitting taking up space or whatever i don't know that there is one i would think there is but you did hear one of the options was delete so you could delete the version you're looking at so that would be a really kludgy oh, okay. way to do it Right. Um, I don't know if there's a way to clear it. As long as you're sure email. that that's the version you want to delete. Yeah. <laughs> you're not deleting the late, the very latest. You're just deleting all that's these That's right. So go to the that that's no probably longer, safer to do it that way. In other words, their history and their, so there are no more or should be no more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in those cases, I, that's with me. You know, I, whenever I right. save a document, it's, you know, 
whenever I update a doc, make changes and save a document, that's, that's it. That's what you want. No, that's right. It's, it saved my bacon because I had that other one got corrupted. Scott, I I hit the wall, man. I appreciate your being here. All right. Yeah. That's all I had anyway. All right. Great. I want to point everybody toward freedomscientific.com slash training. A lot of great stuff there, including our own webinars on demand. If you need to ask me questions, give me comments. I really appreciate your feedback, negative and positive. I've Somebody's already suggested changes they'd like me to make. Uh, rmiller at vispero.com is the way to get hold of me. And we are at the hour. Thanks, everybody.